Greetings, Irrelevance. It's yours truly, Prince Handsome, and this is Keeping It Handsome. Today, we're going to go over Punk Pro Secret Show, The Gifted Tag Team with Logan and Weezy T, The Smackdown, get a little recap on them, and the AEW Deadly Draw Women's Tag Tournament. So let's go ahead and get this thing started. So, you know, a lot of promotions haven't been able to do any shows during this COVID-19 or this pandemic. Um, one place that has that I've been watching regularly is the um, Punk Pro Wrestling. Um, they've been having the Punk Pro Circuit Show. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's been doing really good. It's a, it's a good place to watch up-and-coming talent. A lot of young talent, you know, wrestlers on there. And they do a pretty good job. And they're really doing a good job of establishing who they are and what they're capable of doing and their style of wrestling. So it's always a good treat to see what they have going on when they do put out content. Um, it's out of Port Ritchie, Florida. Um, you know, like I said before, I, I love to watch it for the young talent they have on there. Some of my favorites are um, Robert. Um, I can't say his last name. I think it's like Marty or Martyr. I really don't know. I just messed it up. Sorry, dude. Um, but yeah, he's one of my favorites to watch. I like his, you know, he kind of goes for like the strong style. He's very old school. Um, I always love to watch him. He, he's really up and coming and he's really pushing to make an impact in the Florida region right now that you know he wrestles down in the Orlando area and trains down there as well um another one of course is Weezy T I always talk about Weezy T um he's been doing a great job um you know on the show he does both singles and tag but he mostly focuses on his you know tag team um division where he wrestles with his partner um and then another favorite is Richard King um He's part of the Rapture. Um, they've been doing amazing. I've been following them for quite a while. I love to watch them in the ring. Um, you know, with all three of these guys, um, I'll just go and say a few things about it, what I think would help um, with them. And it's all in common, basically. Um, I think Weezy T, he's been starting on it. He's been doing it. He's been pretty decent at it. And, and him having the gimmick he has, he could do a lot with it. And it can be very marketable because if he were to be a, something like a face, he'd be able to, you know, um, bring in that viewing from the kids that may have asthma or, or fans that may have asthma and, you know, get a big following from that and, and really use that to his advantage. Um, but he does a pretty good um, or decent job at doing promos. Um, I haven't really seen too many from Robert. Hope he can do more to just establish who he is or who Robert is as a wrestler. I mean, you know, all of them, they have the wrestling part there. It's just what I've noticed about a lot of those guys that come down from Orlando, you know, they're all about the moves and the in-ring the part, but it, you really don't get to see them actually on the mic or really, you know, do promos or vignettes or anything like that. Um, lately, Richard or the Rapture, they've been doing it. Um, I know at one time, Richard was doing a little angle where he had the mask. I'm not sure if he's still gonna do it or not, but that was really good. That was something different from him because um, we hadn't been really seeing anything from them um, promo-wise or vignette-wise. Um, I looked on social media today and I saw you know him and um, his partner, um, Jay Sky. Um, they were doing a, a photo shoot or maybe a promo or something like that. You know, They, they looked really nice in their suits. Um, but that's a good thing to see from them because I think that's the only thing that they're missing. Um, the more that they're, you know, putting out these promos or this content, it'll, you know, let people know who they are, um, help the fans find some relatability with them, you know, so that they'll, you know, get more of a following, get more people behind them, and they can help um, 
dis, I mean, established themselves as a wrestler, as a tag team, and, and really helped put them on the map. Um, but, you know, I see a lot of great matches from these guys. I loved, you know, my, my dream match was to see um, the Rapture versus Wheezy T and Logan, or the Gifted, so they call themselves. And, uh, you know, I'd love to see that all over again. Um, and those are two tag teams I would love to see in um, DCCW. Um, you know, we don't see too many young tag teams in DCCW. It's more like established, um, tenure type tag teams. So that'll be a good addition to um, DCCW's tag team division that we talked about last time around. You know, how it's saying they're growing and we're going to see more selective teams that have more of a variety. So I would love to see these two tag teams in DCCW. Um, um, now we can, you know, talk about some of the women I've watched. Um, you know, we have both um, Catalina, the boss chick, the queen pin. And um, we also see um, from time to time, we see, um, oh, I lost my train of thought, but Catalina and Lexi Gomez, um, you know, you get to see them, you know, we've seen them go one-on-one with each other. We've seen them go against other girls. Um, you know, we've seen them tag. They're the um, bad and bougie, which is very creative and, and neat and different. And with them, you know, it'd be great to see more promos as them, from them as well um, to help establish who they are, what they're all about, who the boss chick is, who Catalina is, what it is to be a, a queen pin. Um, and the same thing with Lexi Gomez. Get to see, you know, Lexi Gomez, she's on almost every scene. You see her, she's all over when it comes to being in promotions. You know, she's holding more than one title right now in a lot of promotions. Um, and just seeing more promos for her could help even get her out there even further. Um, she does a great job in the ring. She works really hard. So just to see, you know, like I said, a lot of these Orlando or down Florida, South Florida people, you know, just seeing more promos from them. Like they have, you know, they get taught a lot about the wrestling part and the airing part. It's just like they just need to work on establishing who they are, who their character is, who their gimmick is, or who they just are as a person in wrestling. And also, you know, put out content for people to get to know who they are so that, you know, they can have some type of relevancy with the fans so they can have a following. So that it can be just mean so much more anytime they step out of that curtain. But, um, you know, we got to have the opportunity to see Catalina and Lexi and DCCW. Um, they did a great job. I think, you know, I would like to see, you know, more of them in a lot of promotions. Like I've come across them in um, Spinebuster, um, you know, just about anywhere I go, I've seen them. So, like I said, for they're on every scene. So, you know, maybe them having that match will help usher in more women matches to be done at DCCW because I think, I mean, it's always great to see women, um, you know, in the ring showing us what they can do and, and, and the places that they don't get to, to be used a lot. It's, it's great to start to see that some of these promotions are allowing them to come in and show what they can do. Um, but yeah, you um, just go on the Punk Pro Wrestling page, you'll see, um, or just go on YouTube as well. You can go on YouTube, put in um, Punk Pro Secret Show, and you'll see all the videos I have so far. Um, I'll post them on the Keeping It Handsome page so you can see some of them. Um, but they have quite a few, I think maybe at least like four. Um, but they're good matches to see. You know, you're getting to see young up and coming talent really like hone in on their craft and, and really diverses diversify and establish who they are in the ring as far as their wrestling styles and, and their character. Um, so speaking of the gifted, um, I'll speak a little bit more on the gifted. Um, 
um, so far they've been doing pretty good. You know, um, things like Punk Pro Secret Show and um, they, they've been to SWA. They've been, you know, to a good bit of promotions in um, South Florida area. Um, I always love to watch them. Um, I think right now um, Wheezy is um, more of the established one as a character. He's more of the, the mouthpiece or the entertaining one. He's more of like the the entertaining part of the tag team and Logan is more of like the the serious one um you know and I think that's a, a good um balance between the two um it would be nice to see Logan talk more um and the times I have seen him he's been very you know serious and aggressive about whatever he's trying to get across to the people watching and um like I said I would love to see them join um DCCW I'd love to see them do more promos and put themselves out there and maybe do a couple of segments or, or skits or whatever that'd be great to see them because you know they have a good balance of seriousness and funniness and I just love to see what they do up here in the northern Florida South Georgia area so with that portion down we'll go over to um Smackdown talk about what's going on with Smackdown so um I'm mostly talking about the women as you saw, a lot of times I do go to the women, but um, I'll go off and talk about um, one, something going on with one of the male wrestlers um, in WWE right now. Um, so, um, from what we saw uh, um, this past SmackDown um, between Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, basically I think they're hinting at there's going to be a hair versus hair match. Um, and at one point they were thinking about doing it and they decided to scrap it, but I get, I'm assuming now they're going to go ahead and go through with it because, you know, you had, you know, the whole segment where she was attacked by, um, Sonya Deville and, you know, she cut the hair and then she got the clippers out. So I'm guessing, um, the creative are going ahead and, and going through with this. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see who is going to be the one to get their hair cut. I feel like the one that probably will be is Sonya Deville. Like I really can't see Mandy cutting her hair like that who would want to see Mandy ball-headed? I don't think anyone. Um, so I'm pretty sure it's going to go to Sonya. Like, I'm sure Sonya looked pretty good with a, a nice hair cut. And I'm, I'm kind of glad to see that they're doing more with them because I think that Sonya Deville has so much potential. Um, you know, they could have built her or, or, you know, worked with her to sh- she could be like um, Ty Conti or Tay Conti. Um, you know, because she does have a background in MMA. Um, I think they could have really helped her become a strong heel, um, but they didn't capitalize on it. Um, so now she's just trying to make up for lost times and, you know, doing these segments and these promos, you know, her acting skills are really showing and she's really making the best of what she's been given. And I think it's really making up for those lost times that, you know, they could have did so much with her and they didn't. Um, and, you know, them, her and Mandy tagging to have so much chemistry, so, um, you know, I think they can make for a great match. Um, Mandy, she's doing getting pretty bad in the ring, you know, being able to wrestle more. I think they should push her to wrestle more so that she can because she has the potential of her having that lifting background. You know, she's capable of putting on some, some good moves and she has in the past. And she has, even though she's a heel or now she's a face now, um, she has a very big fan following. And at one time they were trying to push her because they want her to be basically be like the next Trish Stratus. And I think she still could be, um, you know, one of their Vince's big top blondes um, of the company. Um, so hopefully they really um, capitalize on this rivalry and the storyline and help push it so that it really helps put these women in the running for the women's championship or even, you know, women's tag team championship because 
at one point, you know, they had an opportunity to do it, but then they messed it up like they always do. So we'll see what they have in store for these ladies. Um, and then we got to see Naomi um, versus Lacey Evans. You know, there was a lot of uproar the last time these two ladies got in the ring and they did the hashtag, give Naomi a chance. Um, and, you know, people like Booker T had so much to say about it, basically saying, you know, disagreeing with it and, and saying it was BS. And um, I think he was BS for saying that because, you know, she can only work with what she was given. She's been doing it for years and she's been trying to, get those meaningful storylines and she really hasn't you know she's gotten the title you know she's held the title but she's never gotten a very good strong storyline um and i think that's all she needs and they just need to find the perfect person that have the best chemistry to mix it up in the ring um the thing about name i think that she needs to work on though is her mic skills um that hasn't always been the best and that hasn't been her strong point but if she works on that she probably could have more opportunities but i feel like you know, for Booker T to say the things he said, basically like how she, you know, she has to go out there and earn it and stuff like that. I think she has been doing, you know, what earning it and she's really been putting her best foot forward and she's really been going out there giving it her all and she just hasn't been given the opportunity. Um, so they they basically spoke on that, you know, had Lacey to go out there and, and talk about it and kind of mock it and make fun of it. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking they're going to try and make this into a storyline or they're really trying to use this to make... Um, a good robbery between these two um, but hopefully just you know they do something with her because she's been in the company for a good couple of years now and, and they really haven't been utilizing her like they should because she's an amazing athlete and like I said she should really just the only thing I would say she needs to work on is her mic skills and I think she could go really far and, and actually get a title and that show means something um, but I'm for Naomi I want to see her do big things you know maybe have her against Sasha Banks or or Bailey or something you know one of those girls because Sasha's very good at getting in the ring with somebody and putting on some great matches and I think that's all Naomi needs Naomi's been in some matches with some great women but it wasn't to the chemistry wasn't good enough to really make it a good match like Sasha versus Charlotte or Sasha versus Asuka so hopefully she gets the opportunity to one of those ladies and get a storyline and mix it up and, and do something good um Another thing that happened, you know, with the closing of the show is the thing with The Fiend and Alexa Bliss. I'm assuming they're going to go ahead and go for the make her sister, Abigail. To me, I wouldn't have picked her. I mean, I would pick anybody from Liv Morgan or Paige, some, someone like that. I feel like Liv has that crazy, wacky personality where she really could have probably done a great job with it and it's kind of crazy you know because at some point you know they had her gone for a little bit we were thinking that's who was going to come back as sister abigail and that didn't happen so it's you know i don't know like i don't know what the big fuss is about alexa bliss i think that's true i mean at triple h um vince mcmahon's go-to because you know that they gave her all those title reigns and you know they kept just shoving us down her throat i don't really too much care for alexa bliss like that i think she's amazing has amazing character i love to hear on the mic and stuff but i don't know i feel like sister abigail should have been maybe even Paige or Liv morgan but i'm assuming that's the story they're going with that's how they closed the show so it'll be interesting to see what they do next week or the coming weeks um i i absolutely love the fiend and, and love to see what you know he has to offer um, he always reinvents himself he all, you know ray white always reinvents himself he always adds um good storylines or good little segments he has and he's very good on the mic so it's always good to see I like I, I was talking to somebody the other day and I feel like he's like the next 
Mick Foley as far as, you know, when Mick Foley was Mankind, Mick Foley, Brotherly Love, Cactus Jack, I think he's going to be our day and age, that, and I think everything he does is really good. Um, Extreme Rules Horror Show, the segment was okay. Um, I think that what people did is they set the bar with the whole um, Undertaker versus AJ Styles, so they expect anything else that's cinematic as far as a match to be just as big. But I feel like they maybe could have did more with that that swamp match. Um, but it wasn't too bad. So hopefully we can see more cinematic things from Bray Wyatt and he really um, makes some good um, matches or, or um, movies with these things that he does um, on SmackDown. Another thing from um, WWE is, if I'm sure I heard about it, is the thing with Adam Cole and Pat um, McAfee. Um, you know, he was on Pat's show and everything was going fine. And then they got in the conversation of, you know, their careers. And um, Pat basically said, told Adam, hey, if, yeah, you wouldn't have gotten to where you are if it wasn't from the help of the Undisputed Era. And he just, you know, Adam Cole disagreed. And then, you know, then Adam went on to throw the shot that, well, you're just a punter. And then, Pat got on his size and then just went south from there. And a lot of people are trying to figure out, you know, is this a work? Because, you know, he was cussing. He was all trying to get out of his face. He was telling people don't touch him. He really made a big scene out and Cole did. So we're trying to see if this is a work or not. Um, to me, I think it is. Um, and I think it just makes for a good storyline because I feel like, you know, now that he's not in the picture with the NXT title, I think, you know, going to get somebody like Pat that'll help. Um, progress him or help elevate him even further um and I think this would be good for him something different and something good something to keep him you know in a good story and and have a good memorable match because Adam Cole he's pretty amazing in the ring so to see him you know do some stuff that's a little like outside the ring with this story it'll be really good to see so I'm interested to see what they're going to do next with that on NXT hopefully you know they'll have Pat come on the show that that's what I feel like will be the next step so we'll just have to keep a look up for that. Um, if I see anything, I'll post it on the Keeping the Handsome page. Um, I made a Keeping the Handsome page, by the way. Um, so take a look at it. Um, that's why I've been posting a lot of things, like um, the updates on the Burn Book Tournament. You know, um, what we're about to go into now, I posted the video that they made, the short little um, promo video they made for the Deadly Draw. Um, I actually just got finished watching it. It, it started tonight. Um, they, they're going to do the other half next Monday. Um, so tonight for the Deadly Draw, they had um, um, Aryan and Nyla versus um, Taya and Anna Jay. And then they had Brandy and Allie versus Penelope and Mel. Um, we'll talk about Penelope and Mel versus Allie and Brandy. Um, for the most part, I liked it. Um, I was actually really surprised in... Um, Penelope and and Mel, they mesh really well. Um, you know, they really did capitalize on, you know, Mel being the bigger component opponent and, and, and how hard it should be getting her down to the end of the match. They kind of in the end and in the middle, they kind of like were quickly knocking her over and stuff like that. And I think, you know, since she is still trying to establish who she is, she's a little bit of a no-name. I think that they should really, like with Nyla, they make her like a very tall, like hard to knock down um, competitor. Um, cause you know, she still is trying to build who she are, I mean, who she is. 
Um, but it was good to see um, Penelope in the match. I really love Penelope. She's one of my favorite um, women to watch on that show. Um, she did a really good job um, mixing up with Allie and Brandy. Um, I really think Brandy has been doing well. At first, I always thought she moved around awkward in the ring and just the stuff she did. Her spots were very awkward, but it, she's getting a little bit better. It was a couple of things that was a little awkward in this match, but it wasn't as much as it used to be. So I think she's doing a really good job of mixing it up, um, lighting in the ring. And I think that they're doing a good angle with her and um, Allie. Um, I think they're still playing that Allie's a heel um, because, um, you know, towards the end of the match um, to help get over on um, Penelope and Mel, um, Allie went for the wrecking of the eye on Mel to help um, give Brandy the one, two, three. So it's going to be interesting to see how far they take this. And then it was very confusing, too, because afterwards they did interviews with them. And Brandy was kind of hillish in her interview. She just mostly talked about herself, how she had an action figure, you know, basically like giving Allie the rub to help her get an action figure and, and how, you know, she, what else did she say? Um, she just mostly talked about herself. She talked about, you know, like how she's really getting good in the ring, how she's you know, one of the top competitors in AEW, like, it was very hillish, it was very confusing, because I thought they were going to do the whole thing, like, well, you know, Brandy's a face, and she doesn't, she's not aware, she's not seeing behind her back that, um, Allie's still doing this heel stuff, it looks like maybe they're both going to become heels, um, but it's going to be interesting if maybe they keep on panning this out, um, throughout this tournament, which I don't, I think maybe they'll do next Monday, and then they'll do one more Monday, and that's it, like, the tournament will be over, um, because it was a very small bracket. Um, and then with the um, Aryan and the Nyla versus the Taya and the um, Anna Jay, um, I feel like Anna Jay did a really good job in this match. Um, you know, like she was one of the least experienced ones in this match. Like she's still very, very green, very, very new. Um, in this match, she really meshed well with Taya or Tay, and they put um, on a great match as far as, you know, being tag team, um, a tag team. And in and taking on Nyla, like I really was hoping that Nyla wasn't just going to dominate um, Tay because, you know, WWE really didn't use Tay Conti like they should have, and she's very talented. She, you know, she has that jiu-jitsu background, um, and and she has a lot of backgrounds in different types of um, combat wrestling, so they did it. They, they let her, you know, um, use her skills. You know, they both worked Nyla's leg and, and got her down, and they played the story of her being a bigger woman out. It was going to take her down. Um, Anna Jay, she got some good offense and some good defense. Um, you know, she didn't seem too lost. Um, I ain't going to lie, RM, she, she seemed very lost at some points, or, you know, she was a little hesitant, I think, maybe because she just was still knocking off the spider webs. You know, she has been training. I, I see a couple of videos because I follow some people that she trains with online and she has been training really hard. But I think, you know, this is her knocking off the cobwebs. I think she's doing really good. I hope she's still going to be continuing to compete um, in AEW because her and uh, Nyla unfortunately didn't win. And I think that was a good move because I really want to see um, Tay Conti, you know, go further and, and actually be utilized. And I think she has a very good skill set and I really want to see her do really good um, and also Anna Jay I want to see what they can do with her um, I like the fact that they've aligned her with the Dark Order um, to give her something to do to really help give her a story help get her used to being in front of the camera um, you know get more matches because I feel like she has potential but I'm very excited for Tay and I'm very excited for um, Aryan at the end of the match Nala kind of turned on um because you know they lost the match um she didn't see the tag and 
and um, Anna put a move on her and Taya capitalized on that and they won the match. Um, so this is um, really good to see them um, advancing. Um, we'll see next week who they'll go up against. These um, two teams will go up against whoever wins these matches Monday. So if they put any more links of promoting, you know, who's going to be the next um, teams to compete, I'll go ahead and put that as well on the Keeping It Handsome um, page. Um, so that's basically all that I have for today. You know, I just wanted to do a quick run through on SmackDown, um, talk about this um, tag team tournament, um, and, you know, talk about some upcoming, you know, wrestlers here in the Florida area. Um, so just keep looking out on the Keeping It Handsome page for any content. Um, like it, follow it, get some likes in there. Um, I'll continue to put out more stuff. I'm still working on doing interviews and getting a co-host, so just keep looking out. And once again, this was Keeping It Handsome. I'm Prince Handsome, and remember, you will subscribe.